Haley, welcome to today's podcast episode. Forewarning, if I sound a little down, it's because one, I'm trying to kind of whisper a little bit because I'm hiding in my closet in my house. But for two, um, it's just been a day and it's been a day of really um, having that faith tested. And I think that we need these days to really have us see just how resilient we are. If we didn't have those days that test us or those days that really test our faith, then it wouldn't be worth it. So I think that just from that, pushing through is the best thing to do right now. And yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you in today's podcast episode. So I'm actually going to read a submission that was sent in by DM. And this message is right on time because literally it's it's just a message that I know can help a lot of you. And I know that in speaking, this is also going to help me too. So let's get started. The message was, good afternoon. My name is Imani. Hey, Imani. <laughs> I am a consistent listener to the podcast. I'm a young adult just getting started in the world of aesthetics. And the thing I feel holds me back is fear of success. Could you please do an episode about navigating that and moving through it and not letting that define my career? Like you mentioned in your article, I let myself sit on the sidelines a lot when it's no need to. Thanks. I look forward to listening. So Imani, first of all, thank you so much for being a listener to the podcast. And thank you so much for supporting and really um, just listening to what I have to say. You know, just listening to our vision growing and really being a supporter. And I truly appreciate you. And I appreciate all of the elites who are just supportive the entire way. I do want to take a bridge because I know that most of the time, you know, we don't want to rock the boat and we don't want to cause any um, backlash. And so I truly believe that that's one reason that we do sit on the sidelines is because we don't want to rock the boat. And most of the time, rocking the boat is needed. If we're all riding on a boat and there's a waterfall coming and you see it, but you're not going to tell people that a waterfall is approaching or we're approaching a waterfall because you don't want to cause chaos, etc., then it's almost like you're an accomplice to the demise of the entire ship. And so sometimes we have to be the ones to speak out about things that need to change. One of the biggest things when it comes to having fear of success is that you are extremely hyper aware that success is on the horizon for you. And when it comes to being an elite esthetician, we all know that success is on the horizon for us. And that's why I feel that most top tier estheticians do have a fear of success. They do have a fear of what people will say. They do have a fear of how they're going to look, right? And when you look at most um, estheticians, the ones that truly have larger careers, they work alone or they, you know, you don't really see too much of them outside of their brand. And there's so many other factors to that, but fear of success could be one of those things. When you are in this aesthetic industry is one of the only industries in the world where it is pushing self-care. It is pushing um, just relaxation in a world where chaos is happening real time. And so 
you are going to be needed to step into that leadership role to explain the importance of relaxation, understanding that it's hard for us all. Like we're all going through different things. We're all trying to maneuver. We're all trying to gather our footing. And being that positive light can sometimes be hard to do. And so when you're pushing through and you're trying to get to the next level, you may be thinking, okay, how am I going to keep this up, right? How am I going to keep my books full? You know, you might be worried about bills and you might be worried about um, getting to your next level. And because of that, you're allowing yourself to sit on the sidelines. And the part where you said that there's no need to and that you allow yourself to sit on the sidelines, that's the part where you know, many times we as estheticians, we are so used to just sitting in the treatment room, taking a client, onesies, twosies, having your day, relaxation, chill, whatever. But it's like, if we all just go into our treatment rooms and never speak up about the things going on, then what type of effective change is really going to happen? Just like I mentioned about, you know, today was a day where my faith was truly tested If I didn't have that test, how would I know if I truly was serious about accomplishing whatever thing that I'm doing, right? And that's the same for you. If you never have this situation where you can either step forward or you can sit back, then you wouldn't know if you were fully healed in that regard. So if there's an opportunity for you to step up, and there's an opportunity for you to lead the charge. And there's an opportunity for you to speak out. And you decide not to. And you decide to sit on the sidelines. Imagine how many people are not getting what they need from you because you aren't stepping up. And that's something that I had to work through. And I'm still working through it. You know, it's one of those things to where you have so many options going on. But when you truly take the attention off of you and you put it back onto the people you're here to serve, I truly believe that your mind will become clear. Again, I can't tell you what to do, right? I can only tell you how to think in this situation. And the way that I look at situations, especially when it comes to, you know, really having that feeling of like, oh my gosh, if I say this, what are they going to say? Like, if I make this move, what are people going to think? You know, and, you know, I'll actually go into transparent moments. I'll take you kind of behind the scenes, you know, Um, when it comes to opening a school. okay. when it comes to opening a school. I never knew the back end of a school until I, of course, opened one. And the more I started peeling back the back end layers the more I started to see just how capitalist and broken our educational system is. Now, mind you, just to give you a timeline, last year in September, I did the podcast episode Vision 2022. And in that podcast episode, I talked about in 2022, you were going to see business and educational structures begin to fall. You were going to see that these structures are no longer conducive. A lot of people are going to be quitting. A lot of people are going to elect not to go to college because they realized that these places were built for profit and not for the profit, 
<laughs> they were built for profit and not for the profitability of the person that is the student, right? And once I started really just praying and, and you know, devoting my energy to learning about that, I saw it in my forecasting and I saw it earlier last year, but I didn't do the podcast episode until September. And the minute that I allowed myself to surrender to the process, I knew that there were going to be people that were upset. They were going to say, I can't believe you said that. Like, you know, um, people need to go to school. People need to invest in their education. Um, you know, how can you say that about business? But I knew that it doesn't help for me to be on the side of whatever pleases the people. That's the part of being a visionary. When you have the vision, your entire position is in creation and leading. So you can't conform to what other people are doing. That's not a visionary, right? That's a follower. So when you're a visionary and you're creating something that you've seen, but you haven't seen in reality, you got to know that other people are not going to see it. And in this world, when it comes to capitalism and conforming, look at it. Business and education, look at how many people are rushing to businesses that are profitable for that person. Like you don't even see if you're interested in being a welder, listen up. No, it's here's how I made six to seven figures as a welder. And people are like, you can make six to seven figures as a welder. I need to do that. And it goes away from who actually has the passion to how can they make the most money with it. And because of that, the educational system is going to fall because then you have people who they don't care about the profitability of the person. They only care about their profits. That's why literally if you look at your social media content, and I don't mean your content, I mean on your timeline. If you go through TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever, most people are no longer talking about the craft. They're talking about the money in the craft. Literally, you can't find information where it's like, you know, not connected to money or money being that determining factor. And so when you understand that, you understand that if people are running to this money factor, the person that is teaching that is the person that's going to make the most money. But the people that are learning, they're not. Now, onesies, twosies may, but the people that are truly in there to get the money, if they don't see the money, they're not going to have the they're not going to have that that persistence to stay with it because they were motivated by the money and not the actual craft. When you truly want to do something, whether you get paid or not, that's where that internal faith starts kicking in because you got to be like, okay, well, look, I know I'm supposed to do this, but the money ain't looking right, so I need to go ahead and figure something out. But when you're doing something for the money, when the money ain't there, you're going to be like, oh, I ain't going to keep digging. I'm just going to go ahead and find something else. So that's where that started to fall there. In doing that, and actually you're going to hear me walking around because um, I need to get some water. But, um, and yes, my little closet door creaked. Don't judge me. 
Don't judge me. I'm going to get some WD-40 and put it on there, okay? Don't judge me. I'm going back into my little hottest spot. But, um, so if you look at just that vision there, that's what we saw. Mind you, I'm telling you the vision off of forecasting. Because I don't want to use anybody else's trend, watch, none of that. This is off of specifically what I view from forecasting, okay? What I've seen for 2022 is that these two structures were going to fall. Now, as I looked at 2023, I'm like, it's no longer about employees. It's about being independent. And this is where we go back to the topic of the school. When I started really being like, you know what, the school structures are going to fall, but I truly see a new way of education and I'm going to go with it because that's what God is showing me and I need to surrender. And the minute I made that decision and I flowed into it, yes, there were delays. Yes, there were hard times. But then I started noticing a trend. When it came to estheticians, it was almost like this massive wave of conformity. And literally it became less about the luxury and less about the service, and it became more about the jelly mask, more about the chemical pills, more about, you know, getting in, hurry up, stay in your clothes, and get off the table. And so what am I going to do? Do I sit back and I say, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's just, yeah, let's just keep watering this thing down until it's all the way, all the way diluted. Or do I say, no, let's kind of go back to things that, you know, was working before that we didn't fully give a chance. You know, I'm, I I don't know. Let me. I'm tell I'm talking to you real time, but we're processing at the same time. So bear with me here. When it came to the school, there was just so many things. Okay. You may agree with me here. You're not in my state, but you may agree with me, okay? I started noticing that schools were increasing hours. So you were doing more hours than you actually needed to to get your license. I started seeing that students were not learning in-depth advanced procedures such as chemical peeling. Um, They were leaving school not confident in being able to customize a service. And I even started seeing where literally people were leaving and they're like, I just don't know what to do. You graduated, you got your license, you don't know what to do. You stuck, you don't know what to do in your career, right? And the thing is, I can't tell you what to do in your career. I can't tell you, yeah, you should go work a job. Yeah, you should go work in a suite. Like, I get what social media says, but I can't say, oh, everybody needs to go work a career. Because there are some people that have worked with me straight out of school, took them while they were still students, and they were able to make income to pay for school. So when they graduated, they already had brands sustaining. But when you have schools that don't want to dive that deep into the profitability of a student, they don't want to dive that deep into saying, So what would you like to do, right? Instead, it's, hey, every student here learns lash extensions. Well, what about 
one or two students that really just they don't want to learn lashes they know they don't want to do lashes they have no intention on ever doing lashes so why are you using their tuition money to buy lash kits and that's not what they want to do or why are we not talking about professionalism why are we not talking about mindset i'm in a city where you know there's a lot of domestic abuse. There's a lot of women who are not uplifted. There's a lot of women who feel like they need to leave out of the city because they feel like if they go to another state that that's where they can thrive. And then they come back and they just don't do they just don't do anything in excellence. They just come here and it's just like, oh, I can't wait to leave. And they just don't care. And it's like, so who starts the reform here? Who sits these young ladies down who are coming in class to learn beauty and say, listen, you're not just coming in here to learn how to be an esthetician. You're learning how to take authority over your life so that as you take authority over your life, you can help every client learn how to take authority over theirs. Maybe that's too deep for some people. But then again, what I've noticed is as we continue through the program, the reason I was sitting on the sidelines is not because I was looking at the work that I had in front of me. It's because I was looking where everybody else was looking. And I really want you to ask yourself that because I'm actually looking at the DM right now as I'm talking. But the part where you said, I let myself sit on the sidelines a lot when it's no need to. That's the thing. You're a young adult just getting started in the world of aesthetics. That means you see new visions and new innovations that we need. We don't need another ultrasound machine. We don't need another cavitation class. We don't need another lash extension uh Lash, lash extension tray. We don't need more of those. We don't need more lash technicians. Well, I mean, we do, but we don't need more of the same. We don't need more of the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. We need innovation. And when you're being called to innovate and you know you're being called to innovate and you know you have a fear of success, you are choosing to sit on the sidelines and let let the trains keep wrecking you you sitting there and your puzzle piece is it may feel like you don't want to rock the boat but sometimes you're that clash that needs to happen to redirect people where they need to go and I understand it can be a lot to take in because I had to sit with that after helping many different types of estheticians to get to their income goals or to finally feel confidence in themselves or finally to get them out of this discounting mindset. I had to sit back and say, you know what? I'm worried about our industry, but what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and just watch and be like, well, that ain't none of my business. I'm just going to make my money, whatever. Or do I sit back and say, no. I've sat back enough. I've sat back and I've watched everything. I've sat back and I've seen all the BS. I've sat back and I've seen people. And it's not in a judgmental way, but it's saying I know who aligns and who doesn't. 
And I know that when I do speak out about the things that I've seen, the people that don't align, they're going to they're gonna start hating or they're going to say I'm hating or they're going to judge or they're going to feel some type of way. And I have to move anyway because my purpose and my mission is not personal to them. Now, if they take it personal, they take it personal. And so for you, when you're saying that you feel that the thing that holds you back is the fear of success, could it be that you know that the level of success designed for you is actually innovating a new form of quality for our industry? It really is perspective. Like, it truly is perspective. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I love the acne specialist. I do. I love the acne specialist. I am not an acne specialist. Okay, if you've known, if you follow my content for a while, you know I do. I despise acne. Okay? Because I'm more on the holistic side. I don't like acne. Okay? But... What I will tell you is I'm tired of seeing this before and after acne, before and after acne, before and after acne. Like, you're enticing us with the before and afters, but I need you to be honest about not only the physical things that come, not only the nutritional gut health things that come, but we need to talk about the mental health of what comes because a lot of your acne clients really they are at the end of a problem they've had for years they are still smoking they are still drinking they are still consuming products that their body does not love there are so many products on the shelves in the grocery stores that are not real food they are continuing to put makeup on their skin and they're not forming good habits and at the end of the day especially in the black community, we want to hurry up and get a hurry up and make me beautiful. Hurry up and make me beautiful. Hurry up and make me beautiful. And the beauty is more than your skin. You will glow once you get that man out your house that keep talking to you crazy and abusing you. You will glow more once you finally decide to get away from people that mistreat you you will glow more when you finally stop being attached to the struggle see a lot of estheticians and i've noticed this because let me tell you my dms be popping with people saying can you help me can you help me can you help me a lot of the times people are asking for help but they don't want the answer and i need you to understand this because this is any career any career People want help. They know they need the help, but they don't want the answer. It's why there are people that are obese on 600-pound life, and they know they need the help, and they're asking for help. They're asking enough to go on a TV show, but then they get on this show and they act the fool because they don't like the answer. The answer is you are overweight. The answer is you are one burger away from a stroke. The answer is you need to lose weight. The answer is you're shortening your life every time you don't get up and get out of your bed and walk around. The answer is your skin in the folds you can't see has bacteria. Those are the things. Those literally this doctor is on there and I can I could tell he bored. He tired of them. But he gets on there and he's like, "Listen, you need to eat better. Where's your BMI? Did you lose weight? No, you didn't lose weight, so you can't get the surgery." And they are so 
focused on the surgery, that they're not focused on the daily activities that's required for them to begin those habits to help them get to where they need to be. So then for you, okay, shameless plug, I did blueprint. I did do um, beating obstacles to success. Your thing is going to be figuring out the formula to you. So how to where you can beat that fear of success. If you're afraid of being seen, that means you need to be seen more. Trust me, I did not like that either. But it means that maybe you need to commit to doing one live a week. Maybe you need to commit commit to filming a video and posting it once a week. Maybe you need to commit to showing up on social media once a day and holding yourself to it. Maybe you need to commit to being more present, right? Maybe you need to commit to whatever that one thing is that's pissing you off about what you do. If you do brow shaping and it pisses you off that people are, I don't know, making the brows too thin or something like that, then go go with that. If you don't like brow lamination, talk about it. Because until you do, you're just going to be sitting on the sidelines and then you're going to wonder why your success is not where you want it to be. And it's a cycle. And it sucks because you sit on the sideline and you're nervous. You don't want to rock the boat. And then you finally try and then you rock the boat. But then a piece of you is like, oh my gosh, what if somebody say something? But then you're like, oh, nobody said anything. Let me try again. So then you try again, and then somebody does say something, and now you retreat. And then now you're like, okay, back on the sidelines. See, this is why I don't say nothing. See, like, it just goes to a cycle. It goes to a cycle. The thing for me, I am constantly giving myself grace. But you have to figure out what is that thing that you have to do. And I want you to remember, because you are young in your career, you have to remember you have so many years ahead to do or not do what you're doing now. Like, listen, if you don't listen to nothing else I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay? Remember that you're in the beginning, but you have so many years to do or not do what you're doing right now. Literally, I got my license five years ago. Did I know at year five that I was going to be opening a school and that I was going to be the top esthetician? No, I did not. Well, I knew I, whatever I, was, I knew whatever I was going to do was going to be top, okay? But I didn't know that I would be looking at opening a school. And the crazy thing is, I was actually talking to one of my good friends, and she literally said to me, I'm so glad that you finally decided to open your school because we have been talking about it for so long. And I'm so glad that you did it because literally when you look at the students you've already helped, they basically pay for school twice. Like, do you know how crazy that is? When I look at the estheticians we've helped over the years, you basically pay for aesthetic school again with our academy, but you learned everything you needed to build your career to the next level, to really be profitable as a person in your life, in your mental health, your emotional health. Like you are constantly growing as a person. You're learning how to to take care of yourself. 
You're learning how to be a woman. You're learning how to be a man. You're learning how to be a person. You're learning how to maneuver through life. That's the point of it. It's not, oh, I'm just trying to make six figures or, oh, I'm just trying to get my license. No, like, what do you want your life to feel like? Because you can be a six-figure esthetician and your life feel like hell every time you wake up because you did not design a life of intention. All you did was chase the money and the money will bite you. The money will bite you because that's all you care about to the point where you will wake up. It's like a bad boyfriend. You will wake up and you won't have no friends. Your family ain't gonna answer your phone and you gonna be alone. But when you learn how to synergistically work and collaborate to where you say, I'm going to give this to my personal life. I'm going to give this to my professional life. I'm going to do this, this, this. And you understand seasons. That's something that you can't get out of a book. That's something that you wake up and commit to every day, every day, every day, every day. Some days are not going to be perfect. And that's why I had to slow down on coaching because I don't want you to just read a book and that's it. You reading a book and it's like, what's the answer? A, cool, A, you pass. No, because the book of life says, here's the question. There's multiple ways you can answer this. And there's multiple ways that you can still reach the same answer. And if no one is talking to you about those things, you will go through the same class with other people and you will feel behind because that just wasn't designed for you and what you need. So the message I would give to you, and trust me, this is so on time because I'm literally finalizing the details for my curriculum because I'm making sure before we get in school and we running into the curriculum, before we be like, oh, day one, here's your books. Let's start. Let's take a test. No, heck no. The first month, we need to break you down as a person. We need to figure out what do you want your life to look like? We need to figure out professionally, what do you want to look like? If you're not happy with your hair, let's fix it. If you're not happy with your weight, let's create a plan for you to lose weight in the next six to seven months while you're in this class. If you're not happy with your appearance, let's figure out some things we need to do to make you feel good. Okay? Let's figure out the things that you need because you cannot sit in class and listen and learn and comprehend if if you're not feeling like you're heard. And these schools will have you come in and throw you in class and be like, yeah, go take a test. No, heck no. I need to make sure when you come in that we go ahead and we set the tone. We need to set the tone. Let's get this professionalism down packed today. Let's figure out your target client today. It will change in the future. That's fine. Why are you here? What do you want to do? And who are you trying to serve? And if it changes, let it evolve. But we're not just going to come in here and just be moving through crazy. And I will pose the same question to you. What do you want to see in your life? And if you don't see it right now, you got to create it. What do you want to see in your business world? If you don't see it and it is bothering you, you were brought here to fix it. Do not sit on the sidelines when you know that they're playing your game. You'll know deep down inside if you're meant to be a player. 
You're not supposed to be on the sidelines. You're not supposed to be a spectator. And you're definitely not supposed to be sitting there serving water to the players. No, you're a player. You're supposed to be served too as well. You're supposed to be getting the winning plays. You're supposed to be the one out there as a quarterback running the plays. And everybody on your team is a starter. I promise you. When you go through your day, let's add this affirmation. Everything I do is done in excellence. And everything connected to me is done in excellence. Everything else got to go. So what needs to go? Because if you don't choose to face this fear and finally go where you know your rightful place is supposed to be, you're sitting in a position that you've outgrown. And if you choose to sit in a position that you've outgrown, how many people are not getting what they need because you refuse to elevate? Just something for you to think about.